Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Tulsa Lately. And if you're new to the show, I basically go around and I talk to entrepreneurs, business leaders, community leaders, anyone that is doing their thing, trying to make Tulsa a better place. Yeah, I've got uh, nine other past episodes that are well worth going back and listening to. I've talked to some pretty awesome people, some pretty big dreamers in this city, and I want to talk to them all. So this time around, I'm talking to James Heron, who is the founder of the Tulsa Gaelic Athletic Club. He's got a vision to bring the traditional ancient Irish sport of hurling to Tulsa. What is hurling? Well, lucky for you, you're about to find out. So, without further ado, enjoy. All right, so I am here with Jim Heron. Heron? Yep. All right, uh, the founder of the Tulsa Gaelic Athletic Club. You got it. Yeah. So how long have you guys been doing that? Uh, it was, I guess the easiest way to say it is it was a twinkle in my eye in July of last year. And, you know, so we've been going at it for about five, six months now. Pretty strong. Cool. Cool. And uh, what is what is your background athletically? What, what did you grow up playing? Uh, I grew up playing soccer ever since I was four or five years old. Swam, golf, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, then more recently, I've kind of uh, taken my courses to a little bit more of an obscure sport. <laughs> All right, and uh, why don't you ex- why don't you tell us what that is exactly? Sure. So the Gaelic Athletic Club, what we're focusing on right now is bringing uh, an, I- an ancient Irish sport with three thousand years of history to Tulsa. It's a sport called hurling. Hurling. Yes. And that's not no nothing to do. You <laughs> no. know what I'm about to ask? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it, and no, that that uh, or the conversation that about being of you know that or the one with the, you know being on the ice with the stone and everything else. Not like they have curling. The, right. Okay. Yeah, no, right. it's hurling. hurling. So what it, what describe to me what what kind of sport is it? It the easiest way to explain it is it's a mixture between field hockey, lacrosse, and rugby. Um, field hockey, it's kind of like a field hockey stick, except if you imagine instead of the curl at the end, imagine it just being flattened, pressed flat, and um, you're taking a ball um, basically with like, ex- it's kind of like a baseball with more exposed seams, Okay. and you're hitting it from, you know, 150 yards away down a field, either through goal po- through field goal post or through a soccer goal. Huh. So where, where do you guys play this year? Uh, so we've been training at Veterans Park, for the most part, uh, down in downtown Tulsa, 18th and Boulder oh, yeah. kind yeah. of area. Um, with the weather kind of being a little bit more temperamental and predictable, we've been fortunate enough that we've been able to train at Soccer City uh, two weeks ago, and then we have another training that indoor soccer place? Yep, That's a, okay. exactly, yeah. And then we have another training next Sunday, the 10th, uh, at Soccer City as well. So is it... I mean, how many teams do you have? I guess how many people are on a team? How okay. big is a team? Yeah, so for a traditional feel, full field game, you would have 15 players per team. Okay. And that's just because, truly, truth be told, that field in a full field is 130 wide, 150. So it's twice the size of a soccer field. Okay. Um, but what we're doing for the tournament, that which I'm sure we'll get to a little bit later um, in April, uh, we're going to do seven aside, uh, kind of just – just showcasing the sport because it's very difficult to really explain. <laughs> sure. I'm sure even just in the limited way that I've done it, there's still a lot of like imagination that grows in people's minds. So our best way to really do it is rather than just to explain and try and talk through the concepts, we'd like to show it in its more pure form. Okay. 
Okay, so just kind of strip it down to the basics. Right. How many? So whenever you're having this tournament, right? Which I mean, we could just get into that now. Whatever you like. Sure. Wow. Yeah, that's good. So, uh, how many teams are going to be in it right now? I guess how many? How many people are in this club right now? Would you say? So we have anywhere between ten to twelve that show up pretty consistently. Ten to uh, twelve teams. Ten, ten to twelve players okay. on our on our team that come out pretty consistently okay. to training okay. that have gotten to the stage where their develop their skills are developed enough that I feel like they're comfortable and they could probably. Not hold their own in a you know senior level hurling, but hold their own in like a junior level kind of you know for the guys that are more in the introductory stage. Sure. Um, in terms of for the tournament, our goal is to have 12 teams of you know people coming from all over the country. Um, whether you're talking about really? Denver, uh, Madison, Wisconsin, Naperville, Chicago, Austin, Houston, St. Louis, Kansas City, Memphis. I've got a number of more, but I won't just <laughs> continue to list. So this isn't just a couple guys running around. Like you no. are trying to do a, yeah. you are trying to make a national circuit here. Correct. Yeah, and you know my biggest focus has been to, you know, I want to showcase the sport to Tulsa, and the idea is that we can, you know, start to really develop the sport within Tulsa, and we can, you know, maybe have training sessions with Memphis because they're six-hour drive away, or. Kansas City because they're three hours away. St. Louis, you know, have a create a nice little hub where we can kind of consistently just drive out, do a day trip, hit around, get to know the guys, and kind of build up that little bit more of you know the the, the sport in the in our area. So it, this is already really established in other cities. Yes. So Tulsa's a little late in the game, and you're catching us up. Is Correct, what you're and that's me. and that's okay. kind of where okay. the beauty of it is in terms of the the reason that we're able to get these teams that are coming. I mean, Madison's 10, 12 hours drive. Yeah, depending on how how heavy you're driving, how heavy your foot is when you're driving. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they're all sympathetic because they've all understood where I am because they were all there five, six, seven, you know, ten years ago. So all they right. understand that you know what the uphill climb that I'm going towards. So they're you know they're saying, listen, if that's what it takes for us to make that concession and drive down, we're gonna do our best to you know support you guys because we want to build the sport within the United States. That's really. Okay, that's really cool. So how, I guess I want to talk about how did you sure. get into hurling specifically? How, yeah. how do you know about it? What, what is, how is that of, in your life? Sure. So my mom was born and raised in County Wexford. Uh, it's the southeast corner of Ireland. Okay. And uh, she moved out to the States when she was 25, you know, 25 or so years old. And so there was, and I've been back, you know, a handful of times growing up. And so, you know, obviously Ireland meant a lot to me. And uh, when I was 18 years old, I, I went out to Ireland and, um, you know, I was work with, I was going over with my cousins and on St. Patrick's Day, they have kind of a tournament in Dublin where they showcase both Gaelic football and hurling. And that was my first real exposure to hurling. And I'm just, you know, sitting next to my cousins who have grown up with it all their life. And I'm just asking question after question after question, like, <laughs> why are these guys fighting? What's happening? Where is the rest of their equipment? Because all, you know, probably about that time, they may or may not have had helmets. Now you're required to wear helmets. But other than that, there's no protection whatsoever. Huh. It's just guys with, you know, wooden sticks and there's a baseball and they're all chasing after it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then by the time I graduated college, um, I was living in Hoboken, just across from New York, and uh, there was a team that was practicing two blocks away from my apartment. And once I figured that out, I said, you know, I had no real excuse not to give it a try. And uh, I immediately became it's hooked. It's like fate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. I immediately became hooked. I played it for four years, and then I moved out to Tulsa. And, you know, now my wife kind of got on to me in July, and she said, listen, that, you know, the, your Hurley and your Slither and your helmet are all 
kind of uh, collecting dust in the garage. Let's put them to some use. So, you know, I've kind of been hitting the ground running from there. All right. <laughs> you know, I would say that you are the third, one of my, my third guests to say that I had always been thinking about it. And then my wife yes. was just like, stop thinking about it and just do it. Like, right. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> so I mean, yeah. Shout out there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were, we got married in Ireland. Uh, so she knows how much Irish, uh, you know, the, the Irish culture means to me. And, okay. you know, at some stage there's a, there, there, there's a mixture between a guilt trip and happy wife, happy life, because at that stage we've been married for four or five months. So I'm like, all right, well, if she's suggesting then maybe it's probably <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> so I did hear you say, uh, did I hear you say when you were watching it for the first time, you were asking, why are they fighting? Yes. Is there a little bit of a little bit of a hockey yeah, vibe I mean, as well? Right. So there? there's <laughs> when you have 15 guys on a field, more often than not, it's you're standing next to a guy that you're going to be chasing around for 80 minutes. Yeah. And in that sp and it's man on man, it's, you know, so to a certain level, if the guy gets a better view, you know, two or three times in a row in a five minute span, your blood's already starting to boil. And, you know, I would say that when I was playing in, Ho uh, you know, in New York area, um, more often than not, you would see guys that were after a certain time, just shoulder and shoulder and shoulder and trying to say, are we like, you know, kind of like you would see in hockey. You, you see like yeah, the guys are yeah. waggling their gloves. Like, are we really going to do this? What are we going to do here? So just <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, Let's get back to that tournament. I feel like I didn't let you yeah. talk about that enough. But uh, so, when when is it? Sure. It's April sixth. April sixth. Yeah, it's a Saturday. And um, how many how many teams are you expecting so far to be a part of that? So, when it when I first kind of started talking about it, I reached out to a number of organizations. Fortunately, there's somewhere around a hundred, excuse me, teams between college and you know adult leagues that are in the United States and Canada. Really? Yeah. All so right. I kind of made my round robin of phone calls of people that I thought were legitimately close enough. I mean, obviously, the guys from Philadelphia or New York or San Diego or Los Angeles aren't going to be able to make that trip. Sure. Um, but, you know, so at this stage, my plan is to have 12 teams coming out playing seven-a-side hurling and showcasing the sport and just really, like I said, showcasing it, the whole concept of it to Tulsa. And I, I'm, I'm seeing you've got a jersey on right yes. now. You've got a jersey on. Is that your, the Willows, is that your team name? No. So um, so my first kind of process was to, you know, like I said, get the, when we get the team started, you know, I wanted to kind of get the – we needed to get equipment because it's really great to, you know, get guys that are going to come out, but you have a really hard time explaining to them, come out, try it. Also, by the way, spend $50 on this, you know, piece of equipment, $100 on the helmet, and you know get that going so what we were able to do is we got, have team sponsors so this is the willows family ales ah, um, okay. they're a brewery we've got dead armadillo as a, uh, a brewery as a team sponsor and then we also have the hunt club as well nice so yeah okay cool so you got it so you got a couple beers to get behind you exactly all right really <laughs> trying to stick to the irish spirit then is there that, you okay. go <laughs> I mean, and then in terms of the tournament as well, I mean, we've been sponsored by a number of different organizations that are going to come out. And the idea is, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's already kind of snowballed, if you will, or there's been a lot of momentum going to the point where not only are we going to have that kind of sport going, but the other intention is now, you know, I'm going to try and have live Irish music for the full day of that tournament. We've oh, already got really? three or four bands that are already confirmed, and so we're kind of, you know, it's all that kind of stuff as well. And awesome. then we'll also be serving Guinness and Harp and 
you know. Okay, well, I mean, <laughs> you for sure have me coming. I'm definitely going to be coming. But, um, so, I mean, so you guys, mostly what you're doing now is you practice on the weekends right. kind of thing. Yeah. And so what what is what does a practice day look like? How do you practice for hurling? So the biggest Wait, so one of the big one of the one of the more difficult elements of hurling is you can't pick the ball up off the ground. Okay. You, ha- you can't use your bare hand to pick it up. So you have to use you know like I said that flat paneled stick. Okay. So the first thing I do whenever anybody's trying it out is I have them you know just work on pulling what's called a pull a pullback. You place the stick over top of the ball, you kind of use that momentum pulling it back and then you pop it up and then you get it into your hand. Um Okay, so, so so you do hold it yes, sometimes, you hold but it in you your just hand. can't pick it up. Correct. Okay, yeah. as right. long as the ball is, you know, or you can't the ball if the ball is on the ground, it cannot be in your hand, but you can okay. get it as long as it's in the air. Okay. And so you know when we're when you're just starting out, that's my biggest focus because you can't practice it enough, especially when you're in a game situation. You know when you're panicking and when you're frazzled, and you know you've got a guy on top of you. The fundamentals get thrown out the window. Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so my biggest stress is to get guys comfortable with that. And then, you know, we'll work on the different elements of passing, whether it's, you know, using that stick to strike it, using your open hand to pass it, you know, that kind of concept as well. And then, you know, you kind of work your way towards getting to the ultimate goal, which is to strike a ball into the goal or through the uprights or what have you. Okay. Okay. Um, and did you, I mean, I think I remember you saying you've got, you've got some events coming up too, right? Yeah, like I mean, real close. Yes, yeah, so we're going to be doing some of those kind of you know training sessions, trying to get it consistently as we can, so that way, when we come out or you know when the tournament comes in April sixth, we can hopefully have enough guys to play, and enough guys that are comfortable enough playing in that kind of game situation. So again, with the training sessions, we'll sometimes scatter in like a scrimmage or something like that, just so okay. you know they get just so the whole concept of someone being on your back and you know you trying to pick up the ball and you trying to strike in a certain direction isn't unfamiliar with them um so we're going to be doing training sessions for the most part since october we've been doing them every other week or so so it's just kind of you know again keeping that momentum going and you know we're going to be um you know having having a welcome event the day before the tournament so we welcome these teams in get them a chance to kind of experience tulsa because to a certain degree we'll be not we'll be monopolizing a lot of their time on saturday playing so we don't want to give them the chance to, you know, see this city because many of them have never been to Oklahoma, let alone Tulsa before. And, you know, obviously, I feel like Tulsa's pretty cool. Everyone should Absolutely. get a chance to see Tulsa, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that was another thing, though. I was going to ask you, what brought you, on a personal note, to Tulsa specifically? I mean, you're living in New York, Hoboken, beautiful yeah. area. Yeah. And you, 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 you find yourself a lovely Oklahoma woman. You find yourself a lovely Oklahoma woman, ah, born and raised okay. in Broken Arrow. You know, when push comes to shove, you you fly back and forth for however many months. One of you's got to make the concession. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. What uh, what do you what do you do when you're not in the jersey on the field? What, what do, you do you do? Mean? Like for for a living? What do you oh, okay, uh, I do IT recruiting, so oh. recruiting software developers to switch from one company to another. For oh, the most cool. part, you're a headhunter. Yes. Nice. All right. So <laughs> that, like, you bring that attitude onto the field. Is oh yeah. What you're telling me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, All yeah. right. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 never give up attitude. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you had something on February 10th. 
correct. Is that what yes. you told me? And what was that again? We're so we're doing a training session at Soccer City. Okay. Because again, you know, with Oklahoma weather being as unpredictable as it is, it'll be 70 degrees tomorrow, but it'll be 26 degrees by Thursday. Yeah. Uh, yes. You know, we we were fortunate enough that Soccer City was uh, is allowing us to use one of their fields to uh, train and to kind of hone in our skills. And to another degree, I mean, you. If you've ever been to Soccer City, you know it's packed with people. Yeah, so yeah, I have. It I've gets a number of different sets of eyes on the sport because it's a sport that'll turn your head just when you're trying to see it. I mean, I've taken my sticks into you know bars, restaurants, whatever, and it's a conversation piece, and everyone's trying to figure yep. out, okay, what's going on? That's How true. does this work? Why do you have this you know archaic you know piece of a wood in your hand? <laughs> <laughs> well. If you have anything else that you'd like to announce or talk about. I mean, just, yeah, uh, the biggest point of emphasis for us is just come out, give the sport a try. Um, you know, at one stage, we're going to look to have a traveling team. But at another stage, we're going to look to have a, what's called a women's camogie league. So the okay. wi- the hur- men's the women's equivalent of hurling is called camogie. Okay. So we're going to have that. We're going to look to have a rec program. So something where, you know, it's just Tulsa focused. Hopefully we have you know, six teams where we can just do a round robin, you know, something super simple. Uh, we're going to look to have youth programs. You know, all that kind of stuff is going to be is something that we're looking to do within the next year or two. The next year or two? Yeah. It, awesome, like I said, man. this momentum's kind of – I, you know, when I first started out, that was like a five-year plan. Sure. <laughs> when I say five-year plan, it's one of those things that, like, I don't really have a plan. But if I say it's five years, that doesn't really put any sort of emphasis on or urgency on getting it done. But mm-hmm. the momentum that we've been able to get within Tulsa is kind of – gotten that ball rolling and you know i want to encourage people to come out i want to encourage people to give it a try and yeah you know it's going to be something that you know i'm hoping to really you know my biggest you know hope is that we can get to a stage where we have you know 60 70 members that you know not only play the sport but also i can then in turn get them to come out to you know a community service event it's an event through united way or nightlight tulsa or something like that just to give back because you know i want this to be more of a holistic approach it's not just a bunch of guy, a bunch of people playing an irish sport it's an infusion of irish culture as well huh i really hmm, i really like that yeah i mean it sounds like you've got i mean you've got some serious you've got some serious vision but i mean yeah like you're saying yeah. this is picking up a lot of momentum right so where is there a place to sign up is there a place do you do it or do we just show up at the field or well or do you yeah, prefer I, we yeah i mean you you can you can just show up at the field um if you follow our facebook page it's tulsa gaelic athletic club hyphen gac okay just to kind of keep it short for either way that people want to search it um you know we'll have all of our events on there we have all you know we constantly post you know videos about the sport just to kind of again introduce it more to tulsa sure you know explain the concept of it um and you know if you want to message us through there or whatever you know any of those elements is fine uh we're very responsive you know we're we've, we've kind of started to get an infectious spirit about it so you know between my wife myself and a few of the other team members we're constantly kind of checking and seeing how we can help, what kind of different ways we can, you know, introduce it in what different sets of eyes. Okay. And then how do I get a jersey? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're going to be, we're, we're going to, we're actually, we're going to do. Or do you have any other merch or anything like well, that? Well, so no, I, so we've got, we, we did t-shirts when we first started out just to kind of, again, just get sets of eyes on it. Sure. And uh, we embrace the, the, the nomenclature to a certain degree. On the back of it, it says, I hurl with Tulsa GAC, just because you've got to <laughs> laugh at it to a certain yeah. degree. <laughs> um, 
But in terms of the jerseys, we're going to be doing. Um, we actually, in our initial per- team purchase order, we got a. I want to say, I, I don't know, not dud, that's not right, but it was a misprint, I guess is the easiest way to explain it. Okay. So we're going to be doing a li- you know one of those like, comment, share um, posts where you know we anybody gets a chance to, we'll, we'll, we'll open the opportunity for people to get a chance to get an XL jersey which says Tulsa GAC, features our three team sponsors, has you know the logo and everything else on there. So we're going to look to kind of push that out and you know give, again, expose people's eyes to it. Um, and then we're also going to do a massive jersey purchase and hopefully kind of cap it probably around, you know, around the tournament. So then we'll do the purchase order, you know, at the tournament comes back in a month and, you know, figure out who to who to ship it to or where to drop it off at and all that kind of stuff. That is that's really cool. man. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's not you've got you've got a real thirst for this. You've got a, so much drive. I feel like. I feel like we are going to be hearing a lot more about this. In the, but, I mean, you've already been doing a little bit, little bit of a press circuit. I was looking yeah, you guys up. You guys yeah. have done some interviews and stuff like that. You are you are on it. <laughs> Trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's one of those, uh, I guess to a certain degree, it's a shotgun approach. If you if you get yourself in front of, you know, like the Fox 23s or KJ or sure. H or Good Day Tulsa or Tulsa World, if you get yourself in front of those people, you're going to get different sets of eyes and, you know, different times of the day and all that kind of stuff. It's we want it. We want to expose people to it. We want people to know about it. We want people to, you know, be able to get the chance to appreciate it. There's no commitment. There's no requirement. I'm not, you know, when you show up, I'm not asking you for sixty bucks. I just want you to come out, try it out. If it's for you, great. If you'd rather just sit back and, you know, play the other half of the Irish spirit in terms of bending your elbow, that's <laughs> fine too. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Well, man, um, if you got anything else to add. No, I'd say that's just about, you know, covers in terms of most of what we're doing. Uh, I've really enjoyed this, man. I, I'm really excited to see where this goes. And you've definitely got my attention for that tournament. I appreciate I, uh, it. I'll be there, and I'll be I'll be helping to promote you guys, too. Sounds good. So. All right, so actually, real quick, I, uh, I wanted to get I wanted to get Jim to expound on his youth program and the plans he has for that. So, uh why don't you why don't you tell us what you've got in the works there? Sure. So um, I was meeting with uh, Danny O'Connor from House of Pain three four weeks back, and uh, he was kind of talking about you know I was talking about expanding it in Tulsa and how I can do that and you know at what stage we can kind of start setting up a you know a field and stadium and things like that. And I mean, granted, that's you know multiple years away, but he kind of caught on with it a little bit, and he was talking pretty intensely about you know the different ways that we can really penetrate it and really raise more awareness of it so he kind of to a certain degree had the ball rolling and kind of not overwhelmed me but it kind of has me now working towards some level of an at-risk youth program in Tulsa because we want to we want to showcase the sport we want to give it to you know youths that may you know for schools that may or may not have a football team or don't have the funding for that kind of stuff we want to be able to show up and say hey we've got 15 sticks we've got you know plenty of slithers you know let's just you know play the ball play the game you get the kids to have fun, get them off their phone, get them, you know, out of whatever, you know, they may or may not be doing, just give them a chance to play a sport and everyone's on equal footing because no one, I, I say this conserve, I say this perhaps in a bit of whatever, but, uh, I can, I think it's fairly, fairly safe to say that no one in Tulsa, you know, at six years old is playing hurling. 
So everyone's coming in with an equal footing. Probably pretty fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's coming into it, you know, being someone that's going to set the world on fire. Everyone's just kind of learning the sport, playing it, and there's no real, you know, I feel like with a certain element of it, it's all it's mutually working together to get better. It's not necessarily the competitive fire that you would get. You know, it's just everyone playing a different sport, everyone struggling through the same struggles of trying to get the ball into their hand and throwing it up in the air and swinging it as hard as you can and ended up missing it. You know, we're all trying to kind of slowly grow the sport. So he kind of got that ball rolling in my mind about trying to develop some sort of youth program to help those children that may or may not be at risk or, you know, schools that may be underfunded. Something to just kind of get kids out, get kids out, get kids playing, get kids, you know, enjoying a different sport that they hadn't necessarily heard of before. And uh, you were even, you were talking about, you know, the costs in terms of convincing people to play kind of thing. But, I mean, comparatively to other sports, yeah. I mean, comparatively to football right. or oh, yeah. hockey exactly. or even baseball. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're talking 100, 150 bucks on equipment. Well, yeah, but I mean, what we're trying to do is we're trying to set it up into a point where we are supplying all the equipment. Right, we but wanted, it would yeah. so that would be, that would be even cheaper for yes. that's what I was saying, it'd be yeah. cheaper to get that done. Oh yeah. You know, to be able to supply equipment to ask Ricky. Yeah. So that's yeah. huh, I didn't even think about it. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, we've got a I've got a son that plays football and then the daughter that plays soccer and I know how expensive that gets on a monthly yeah. basis. <laughs> you have to wear just curious, do you have to wear cleats? Or do you wear tennis shoes? Well, I mean, cleats would obviously be better just because, yeah, yeah. especially with the Oklahoma weather, and it could rain the ne- rain the fir- day before we're going out and playing on an open field. So you're talking about the slipping and stuff like that. But by no means am I, requ- you know, am I requiring that people do that? Um, I just want people to kind of go out, give it a try. If you, you know, we're all we're all going to have to learn to laugh at ourselves because, like I said, regardless of how many times you think you've got you think you've got the ability to pick it up and put it into your hand, when there's somebody on top of you, you're going to fall. You're going to fall straight on your face. So you need <laughs> to learn to laugh at yourself. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Well, that about wraps up. Then. Okay. And that does it for this episode of Tulsa Lately. Once again, that is the Tulsa Gaelic Athletic Club. You can find them on Facebook just by typing that in. They are also on Instagram as Tulsa GAC, and that is where you can find their events and anything and, you know, ways to get down there and uh, try it out. It sounds pretty fun to me. So next thing I got coming up the pipe down the pipe, coming up down the pipeline is my conversation with the president and CEO of the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce here in Tulsa. So that should be really interesting. But you can find all of their older episodes, which I highly recommend listening to, on SoundCloud. You can find them on my website, TulsaLately.com. You can just spend time scrolling through the Facebook page of Tulsa Lately. And, of course, also on iTunes. And uh, the RSS feed can be found on my Facebook page or the website. And then I'm also now officially more active on Twitter. My handle is just at Tulsa Lately. That has been a very easy thing to get as a username for things. It's been quite nice. I guess no one ever has done anything called Tulsa Lately. That's right. This is the original BOG, and that's all I got for you this time. So, I'll see y'all around.